welcome to Animus Adventure, the final Campaign Zero episode. Uh, so yeah, this is the the last story we're going to hear for the time being for Farin, Shondathan, Alton, Brunelda, Brunelda, Oscar, Good Boy, Sildar, Brunelda, uh, Brunelda, <laughs> Brunelda. Venom fan returns up. Who knows? Maybe turn up again. Uh, he was quite fun last time. I like the voice. Yeah, let's see how it all goes. Uh, you probably don't need this now, but we'll go around to everyone's name, who the character is, and then we'll we'll kick off. Um, John, I play Jonathan Bonquand. I'm Lauren, I play Alton Thorngage. Mikey, their enchantment. Amy, and I'm playing Brunelda. These guys. Brunelda. <laughs> The sun sits high in the sky over the mountains to the south of Phandalin. The There is a small armed force of warriors from the town, uh, led by the hot-headed and slightly angry Gundren Rockseeker, who is occasionally barking orders. Sildar Hallwinter stands at the head, glazing out across the fields. There's a handful of orcs hanging about. He seems to like scowl at them slightly, but shakes his head. The mayor, you can see, like, patting his forehead and just making a very vague promise to people. The camera pans, and we see uh, our four heroes, Oscar and Good Boy, all standing near the entrance to Wave Echo Cave. Last you saw them, they'd killed a dragon. They've got stronger since then, and they have walked down here. Now, guys, what, what has occurred on your way down here? Let's go for what's happened during the last day. This can be pretty much, within reason, any bullshit. Did you... Jonathan? Celebration nap. <clears throat> Celebratory nap and some beers. Mm-hmm. And we are ready to go for Wave Echo Cave. Ready and ready. How do you feel being a uh, half dragon slayer? Half dragon slayer. Um, it's alright. I've still got I've still got a bit of vengeance. But You're blind you're blind to go for the title. Yeah. Full full dragon slayer. I want the motherfucker's head above my <laughs> fireplace. Excellent work. Alton, do you get anything else done on the way down here? Not really. I'm just ready for a ruck, I think. Ready yeah. to go? Yeah, yeah, ready to go. She's pissed off she didn't get to smash the dragon. I think so, yeah, I didn't yeah. get his number. <laughs> hey, maybe you get a chance to smash him later, who knows? Hey! <laughs> He's four weeks old. <laughs> Dragons age differently. Ronaldo is... <laughs> also, Alton is a halfling, so it looks kind of like a child, so no matter how you slice this, this is not going to be okay. <laughs> Some real BNP right here. Um, anyone who got that reference, you're going to hell. Uh... I didn't for once. <laughs> the Yay. British National you, Party. You, you, you will if I explain it. We're okay. We're it's okay. It's an acronym for a series. Oh, yeah. Mike, and Mikey's going there. <laughs> and we're, we're back in the room. <laughs> and we're back in the in the sofa. Uh, Amu, Brunelda. What is Brunelda been up to? Oh well, I recently discovered that um, I have this really cool new thing where I, I can animate dead now. So I've just been looking for dead people. <laughs> Like for a full, <laughs> full night, I did squeeze in a long rest, but okay. I've just been digging up bones and grave sites, and now. like anyone with a cool name so, or like some cool history shit on their on their tombstones, I'd be like, oh, but I could. <laughs> Do we want a literary genius back? Yes. No. 
I thought this was important we realised that when you bring things back as a skeleton, they don't you don't bring the person back. You've got a skeleton. Still would be sick if I was like, hey guys, I've got I don't know, and as someone famous from this storyline. Shakespeare! I don't want to I don't want to tell you who you brought back to life here, but I will point out there were three dead bodies when we last left this. Yeah, but there was no just faces left. There were You only need skeletons. And there wasn't left anything left. There were just skulls, right? Skulls and skulls and skulls and goop. If you wanted to uh, create three orc skeletons to fight with you, well, I was considering it, but I, I was more fun to rummage around in a graveyard. That is fair <laughs> enough. You went, you went for the, you went no for the more fun. <laughs> you went for the more fun option of um, creating. An, well, I brought I like a skull how, and some goop back. That's all I need, I think. I like how you're taking the life cleric thing to the logical extreme of well, anything can be alive, really. I can make life happen again. Let's make these things alive again. As skeletons. This makes sense to me. <laughs> I, I was just having a bit of a laugh. None of that. I mean, we won against. We just some light, won. just some light necromancy. We it's, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> well, we half won against the dragon. I drank a lot of brandy, still glowing for a while, um, and then thought, "Fuck it." Did you not see the posters in school? You know, necromancy slippery slope. You know, just just once, only once, all it takes. Well, no, no one gets caught the first all, time. All, all, those, <laughs> all those guys in coats handing out skull wands. <laughs> Well, excellent. <laughs> Brunelda, do you animate anything to bring with you? Have you got any currently with you? Oh, yeah, I guess. I got. I don't know which one I've got, though. Have we got a choice of which Bob's favourite is? Uh, Arik, Arik, and Eric. Oh, could I make a chimera of all three? Yes, it's called Aorik. Aorik, which is the composite of the different old skeletons. Yeah, I don't together. know who's who, so. You had enough bones to make a full skeleton, but it probably wasn't the same person. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got cool. Eric. You guys, uh, how are you handling the fact that Amu is desecrating the dead to create a skeleton? It's cult? definitely a step down from Dragon's Lane, but I'm, you know, I'm not in King Shane. I think it's very creative. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Theron? Uh, so on the way through, obviously we, uh, we would have gone through the Wyvern mountainous area yeah, yeah, cave. Yeah. You took a detour to Wyvern Tor. Yeah, and, uh, sort of. Here's, here's Bob. Um, most of him anyway. Sorry about the others. Dragons, they're also eh? here walking <laughs> next to us. <laughs> 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 Eric waving with all three arms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you can imagine, the orcs are actually pretty chill with this because you, you kind of avenge their deaths at the same time. So they're all like, they also kind of think the skeleton thing's kind of cool because orcs aren't good aligned. <laughs> uh, and a few of them have come down with you, as you said. There's like three or four, all you floating around because you've discussed that off mic. Um, I also would have popped in to uh, see uh, my nice uh, uh, follower of uh, Time Mirror friend to be like, hey, any any chance on that crown yet? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you know you said orc so. And that was the other one that was just like... <laughs> Top cakes. Uh, all right. Uh, Theron, there's one thing you do notice while you're here, by the way. Uh, Oscar seems a little bit out of sorts. He seems very uh, muted and quiet, and doesn't seem to want to, like, doesn't seem to want to go into the cave particularly. What's up, pal? He just kind of looks a bit stargo. Oh, um, nothing. It's uh, he dismounts, good boy, and gets down and looks at the shield, and looks at the sword, and he says, like, um, you're a good friend, Theron. And that, that's just it. And then he kind of like walks up to the front of the cave uh, with Sildar and Gundren. Gundren just kind of looks down to the What are you doing here? Ah, oh, whatever, you know, more bodies. It's like, all right, everyone, listen up, gather around. Oi, you, you dendrophile pole portion twat. 
Get over here. Can you get to that sword? What? <laughs> you. He points at Baron. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's uh. Could you you go over here with the tiny redhead, the big fucker with the double shotgun, and my beautiful cousin? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm my hands, my head's in my hand. I'm like, fuck's sake. He's doing the wave, like the thing where it's just uh, just the fingers move to the palm. Like, I want to <laughs> let. Theron know that I think Sildar's got something on on Oscar. You absolutely can mention that. Yeah, I think I think there's something going on there, and Sildar. So we need to keep an eye on Sildar because he's a bit of a cunt. Sorry. <laughs> okay, it's just sort of Theron flicks through his book, just like I'm not. Uh, not at John. Just, just like going through the letters, like I really hope. <laughs> I see. Sorry, 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 John, you got to that one. I really, I really, really hope we got like a swear filter. It's the idea that. The idea that the one time it comes up with Ronaldo right at the end, just dropping it and then <laughs> But just goes through notes like, oh that's the bad one, isn't it? Yeah, we oh. need to sort him out actually. I think we could probably kill him off. But I don't know, I didn't like the way he I spoke meant, to I Oscar's meant, our mate. He's a, that he's is, a that is a valid point. I would say up, up until that one moment though, Sildar's been extraordinarily chill around but, you guys. But then he was a bit of a dick to him. Oh, yeah, he was saying some nasty shit to him because I don't know, he was really off. Well, if we start walking towards Sildar, is the mayor along the way? Uh, the mayor is around somewhere. Just follow the trail um, of sweat. They have kind of like started moving. The snail. They have started like <laughs> moving the crew in. Sildar's waiting at the back, but uh, Oscar's gone in with some of the soldiers um, alongside them. I just want to see if I can just do a, l- a little, just walk by the mayor and just have just the magic missiles just pop up for a second, do a little circle, <laughs> and then disappear again. <laughs> you absolutely can do this, and he uh, makes a sound, and. You should look at his pants. <laughs> well, that ruins my next investigation <laughs> check. <laughs> you make him a soda? Yeah, let's let's walk over. Okay. Uh, he just sees you approaching, and Hales goes, Hale, how's it going? I see you brought your friend. Again, like, nods as Oscar's already gone into the cave with some friends. He goes, like, Why are you so obsessed with him? He goes, like, What do you mean obsessed? We've not talked about this at all. Well, I don't know. Like, you keep looking at him, you're talking about We're all here. What do you mean, our friend? What? Yeah, the little... What's his name? The little yellow guy. The goblin? Yeah, that guy. The only goblin we've got with us. Yeah. Why are you bringing him up? What do you mean, we've got him with us? Well, he's usually on the wolf, isn't he? I haven't seen, like... Uh, what's his... Uh, uh, what's his name? Bob? Should we get you a bike so you can backpedal a bit more? <laughs> he looks genuinely confused. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What have you said to him? I have not spoken to that little thing since he's been in town um, I'd like to yeah no you did roll insight if you like <laughs> <laughs> you slippery slimy bastard yeah slimy bastard insight uh, 13 he seems genuinely confused really yeah he's like he's a bit of a snake yeah well as far as you can tell he just seems genuinely baffled and he goes like what like I don't know what you're talking about I've not spoken to Bob Bob. Oh, we talking uh, about the orc. No, that's his. That's his name. The little one, right? Oscar. Oh, it's Oscar. I didn't. He's like, oh, did he say so? Hmm. He looks genuinely confused, and the guy's like, "Look, sorry, I just saw he's going in the cave with the lads. I thought it was bold of him." No, I've clocked it. <clears throat> I think I've got it as well. Yeah. He's just looking at you like, "What? I don't. I don't understand. What are you talking about?" You're the bird with the crossbow. Mm-hmm. She could change it to anyone. 
I'm I'm not following. Yeah, because he doesn't remember the conversation he had with Oscar. Sildar's like, I'm not following. Look, so you don't all... remember talking to Oscar? I've not spoken. In the square. To... I've not spoken to him. Why would I talk to him? Sorry, that sounds bad. I, nothing against Goblin in particular. I've got a bit of trauma about it. Yeah, no, understandable. Yeah, Sorry so I don't, re- I don't really talk to goblins. Um, right. and I just, hey man, I we just, need to go get Oscar. Uh, <laughs> How does this crossbow make you feel? Uh, totally fine. I've not seen it before. That's I think a weird he... thing to say. Uh, is it? Mm. Are you threatening me? No, just asking what you think of this crossbow. Nothing. I mean, it looks fancy. Like, that's double barrels. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's him now, but wasn't him earlier. So this, this snake is somewhere in the party. In the... Sildar is beyond confused what is happening. <laughs> sure, man. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are we going to go into this dangerous cave? Gundra's been in there for ages. And it's like, kind of looks a good boy and he goes like, I haven't seen the... It feels weird seeing the wolf with a saddle but no goblin. The other goblin's been taken. I'm good at... How far ahead is the is the front <laughs> of the... Um, it's the front of the pack. You have to go to the cave to look. Alright. Uh, I'll do a quick movement if I need to, depending on how far ahead things are. If I need to catch up with Misty Step, I will. Uh, you would need to make sure you go the right way first. If you run into the cave... We'll follow. Do you want to follow Farron? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we should go as well. The entrance tunnel leads into a large cavern supported by a natural pillar of rock and containing three stalagmites. In the western part of the cave, behind the column of rock, are three bedrolls and a heap of ordinary supplies. Sacks of flour, bags of salt, cast of salted meat, lanterns, flask of lamp oil, pickaxes, shovels, and other gear. Amid supplies, you see the body of a dwarf miner, dead for at least a week, being surrounded by a few of the different hands going like, oh, this is, ooh. Um, you also see Gundren at the front, uh, just like his fists trembling a little bit. The northeast section of the cavern has collapsed, forming a 10-foot wide, 20-foot deep pit. A sturdy hemp rope is tied off around a nearby stalagmite and dangles down the side of the pit, at the bottom of which is a rough-hewn tunnel heading northwest and east. So I guess we'll start approaching uh, Gundrum. Have you seen Oscar? And he goes like, oh, no, I've just... He kind of looks at Bernardo and goes, this is Thardon. Oh, shit, that's the other cousin. Mm. I'll do, I'll do he's a, do my little I work. see. I can see something of Nundro here as well, but he's not. His, his body's not here. Mm. All right. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, angry uh, wailing. Are, yeah, there's angry wailing from both. Like, Arr! the mourn wail of the dwarves. Arr! All right, we're done now. <laughs> um, Is there any? Uh, can we investigate? See if there's anything. Um... Uh, there is a pair of boots which um, Gundren like pulls off of Thardin. Uh, says, "These are boots. These, these are his magic boots he used to use to get around places." No, I don't want to loot him. I mean, like, <laughs> no, do we know Gundren, how he died? Gundren gives a crap. Gundren's like just taking them off, and he goes like, "We got to go to better use." All right, I'll wear the magic boots, but can we try and find out how he's died, please? Uh, you can. Um, as far as you can tell, he appears to have. He died a while ago. Roll a medicine check. He's been, he got stabbed. He got stabbed, <laughs> he, got stabbed. he got stabbed through his chest. Oh. It would have been fairly quick. Can we tell what kind of sword did it? It looks like a short sword or a rapier. Something thin and dexterous. Usually the big swords, like Jonathan's big boy, most there'd be a hole, like a yeah. big hole. 
Whereas this is more like a, like, oh, he's just been stabbed clean through, rather than, ah, oh, his ribs are on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take his magical boots, though. Absolutely, they're given to you. They are boots of striding and springing. I will show you what they do real quick. Swords looted. <laughs> <laughs> your speed while you wear these boots becomes 30 feet. Nice. Because it was 25. Yeah. And your speed is not reduced if you are encumbered or wearing heavy armor. In addition, whenever you jump, you can jump three times the normal distance. Ooh. Nice. Which is good for dwarves and halflings, not so great for anyone else. There cool. we go. So there is a collapsed section to the northeast, uh, which you would need to cross to get over. I've probably forgotten a bit about Oscar, obviously in my mm. grieving. Um, yeah, Gun Gundren, he getting back on track. He says he saw Oscar come in, we can't tell where he got to. He's just gone. Are we split the groups up at all, or are we supposed he to be like, single file? Uh, he's like, uh, well, we're meant to be travelling in groups. We want to try and find the forge and whatever, whoever our dickhead got here first, but I, no, sign, no idea where he's got to. Do you know who the group leaders are? And you guys like, uh, it's a little bit informal for that lad. It's just sending everyone through. I'm the leader. Sildar's a leader. Uh, he kind of points to Chonderson like, he can be a leader because I know about the dragon thing. But, well, yeah, we haven't, it's not like a formal organization. We're just exploring. If anyone's in trouble, just yell. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, cousin. And how beautiful well she's got too. <laughs> I'm going to turn to good boy. Mm-hmm. And just sort of kneel down, like, buddy. Do you think you could sniff him out? Uh, good boy tilts his head to one side. Roll me an animal handling check. Well, this is not going to go well. <laughs> I could do it with advantage because you're asking him to help Oscar. Uh, is that a whole separate thing? So it is. Oh, I actually do. So fifteen or nine? Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, you're trying to. Basically, you've actually tried to ask Tex to go and find someone. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. But he does kind of get the whole. He does seem to get the gist enough, and kind of like walks, like kind of like walks over with like a little chain clanking all the way to the pit. He just barks like, arr, arr, indicates across the pit. Mm. When did he get across the pit? Uh, Cockers are very nimble. It's more like a ravine. It's like uh, there's a crack, like uh, there's a crack in the floor. Uh, sort of turns Gundrum, like. Do you, do you mind which direction we head in? He goes like, he shrugs, he goes like, ah, you handle yourself, I'll probably tag along behind you. Are you guys happy to go and find us? Perfect. <laughs> he, um, he does a really grim wink. Oh, like, Christ. Oh, I... The barkeep really but the, bar, the barkeep is not comfortable with it. Is there anyone it? else I can flirt with? <laughs> Just anyone? Uh, oh, probably. George some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't into it. Let's go. <laughs> Alright, uh, if you want to get across the gap, it would require uh, either a DC 15 stroke athletics check, or one of you could try to get a rope all the way across. I've got jumping boots. Yes, <laughs> so you can probably do it. Oh, awesome. Do you want to get on my back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit this, of breathing. This works. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to recall. Is that remember episode one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got jumping boots this time. All right, okay, okay, okay. Let's see if the arc is complete. you just got to be ready to jump off I've me if it all falls to shit. So I've got like plus <laughs> you seven. You can just leap off if, if it goes wrong. All right. Yeah, you've got to jump off right. me and it all goes to Ronaldo, shit. Ronaldo, no pressure. Yeah, no right. pressure. No pressure. But remember the last time we did this? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I've got this. 16 plus five. Bam. All right. Bitches. Ronaldo leaps across. Flies across. <laughs> we don't need the water splash out of the fact because he actually makes it across. Woo! 
With a rope, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you managed to set up a rope so it can be traversed more easily by Chondathan and... Alternatively, we could do Ray of Frost, so we can smoke a little. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. Um, yeah, of course. I'll go on the left, and you go on the right. Good luck. Are you going to try and Ray of Frost? <laughs> in try? the air with no water to freeze? <laughs> yeah, it's got water in it. Everything will be fine then. No, no, we're not going to... Do it. Choice is yours, mate. It's the last one. I don't have to follow you. So. <laughs> I don't have to cross it. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try, give it a You've shot. You got to get a good boy. Across, I like the idea, Jonathan. Like egging him on, like, no, no, go for it, go for it. You oh, can we do don't, it. We... Yeah, it's a work. It's a work, won't it? <laughs> that is a natural 20. <laughs> I think you're going to get the entire army across this bridge. I am destroyed. <laughs> R and Jesus has decided to smite me for my hubris. <laughs> is it spell attack bonus as well? That would be 27. What are you freezing? You can't it's freezing freeze the entire air. He built a city of frost. <laughs> you know what? This one time... It's got a this one time, Mistra, the goddess of magic, comes down and says, You know what, Theron, my fellow disciple, follower of Ogma and magic, this one time I've decided, fuck Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> the ice forms a bridge. How, how wide is it? How much of the army can I get across? It's like five, like five feet wide and uh, 30 feet long. Triumphantly. You're going to swagger. <laughs> and fearfully. <laughs> you don don your, time. You don your ice skates. Okay, uh, <laughs> You've been saving them for this I entire... I was really, really hoping you're going to just step straight on it, like the deck check, and go straight into the pit. But, right. If you go carefully, you can slide across. Whee! <laughs> yeah, just throwing, like, completely standing pose, like... Very good. Jonathan, you're going to go across the rocks bridge, or...? Yeah. All right. Uh, you both across. Uh, and you're now in two. Good boys, though. Yeah, good, good boys. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good, good boys wearing sunglasses somehow, and also like completely standing still. Uh, you're across. The ice is re- very reflective. So yeah, we need to get through this. Um, okay, this area consists of numerous intersecting passages. The ceilings here are only six feet high, which is fine for you two. And several of the passages <laughs> end in partial X-ray rock faces. Um, there's a few dead ends, and you like dig your way through but eventually you come through to the old entrance many tunnels intersect at this natural 30 foot high cavern the walls are carved in simple reliefs showing dwarf and no miners hard at work and below them nearly two dozen skeletons in rusted scraps of armor are scattered across the cavern floor so dwarf skeletons while others are orc remains similar to um uh orcish oh yeah they're here with us as well actually to be fair Half a dozen large brass lanterns stand in niches or on ledges around the cavern, but none are lit. They are all only mid. Boy. Nice. <laughs> For the listeners, that was a bad. No cap for it. It took me so long to get it. <laughs> I, I had to actually think about what you were saying. That's because it's a really shit joke. <laughs> I, I, I liked it really too. old. <laughs> uh Alright, is there anything you guys wish to actually I did do a real quick stealth roll or something? Just want to ask it back. Okay, there are a bunch of birds on this uh like bird back kind of things on the ceiling. Because mm. all of you are gonna have higher pass perception than five. Mm. Cool. They have so far not moved. Oh, is it nice? I got all of my fighting out of me. Mm. Not scrapping with birds. Mm. 
had enough wings, okay. dickhead, so one day. If you want to try to uh, get past them, you can roll stealth. Alright. To creep past them. Go. <laughs> <laughs> there oh, are next to me sets of a firework. <laughs> there are five oh, ways. <laughs> there are Do you got any pyrotechnics to come along as well? Yeah, I got you go full, You're going full Ramstein on it. <laughs> uh, you, do, you do start to hear like um, wings start to chittering and they start coming down off the ceiling. Uh, everyone please roll for initiative. I didn't even check what our rolls were. <laughs> you, said, you said low. You said pyrotechnics. 29. Okay. I want to just totally fuck it. Okay. What did you get, I got 17. Oh, fuck. All right. So, 17, 29. <laughs> what did you two get? Six. Eight. Six and eight. All right. Because of Alton, your average is probably going to be fine. So, you managed to get past the Sturges without them coming down to the ceiling. So, you don't have to deal with the mosquito bats. Sturges are gross. Okay. But uh, you do actually get past it. There is several passages you can take now. There are two rooms to the south, which appear to be where the old entrance was. There's a path off to the northeast and one straight north. You came from the west. <laughs> where do you um, wish to go? To um, the Talon. That's a magical weapon. Yeah. Did you use detect magic? I can use detect magic here, really. Mm. You can, yeah. I've got detect magic. I can detect magic, yeah, sure. If you'd like to. You want me to? I did it as a ritual, but I won't have to spend a spell slot. Okay, very good. Um, you take 10 minutes doing the casting. To the power of my god, that I never remember. Martha, I'm doing. Please tell me if there's any magic here. Uh, um. <laughs> I, um. I, there is lots of magic here. Uh, it is mostly to the east. The eastern block seems to be where the most magic is maintained. However, to the northwest, you do feel... What's your god again called? Marthamanduin. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is also a um, pulse to the northwest, which feels like it's uh, not Marthamanduin, but it feels like it is also like one of your gods. Like there's maybe a temple. There's usually a temple in this kind of structure. You think the temple is to the northwest. And there is stuff to the east, which is more arcane. What are we saying here, squad? I have no idea. Start small, go big. Yeah. Fact of life. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, go. Go for well, maybe we see if uh, the doggo can see whether or not we've got any sniffing. Go I'm, sniff, sniff. I'm glad you got there. I was going to ask the question. Sniff, sniff. Do you want to ask good boy, Kevin Karoska? I think your animal handling is probably... What is your animal handling? Plus three. Why is plus four? I think your animal handling... That's why I keep trying to get, <laughs> get an animal myself. <laughs> I'm going to give him a good old rub, good old pet. Have we got least. anything that smells like Oscar? A lot of things. A lot of things. Maybe you got the bag. bag. Yeah, yeah. Give it to the bag. Have him sniff the bag. Have him sniff the bag. Oh, I only got thirteen. Uh, that, that's fine because the bag makes it easier. Um, uh, he seems to understand. He seems to understand. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure we cleaned it at some point, but uh, the idea of using the bag and then reminding yourself, what's the bag for again? All <laughs> oh, right, abducting him. Um, he, he catches the scent and he heads off towards the east. Let's go. Starts trotting along. What was uh, from the east? I hope we came in from the east. You came in from the west. West side's the best. No, east side is the best. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
uh, this cave has a number of uh, areas covering it. There is a dense carpet of weird fungi cover a large section of the floor in this cavern. Hey. <laughs> the includes puffballs a foot across, weird shelf fungus growing on stalagmites, and large stalks and caps a good five feet tall. Some of the puffballs glow with an eerie green phosphorescence. I wonder if any of them can be eaten. Does anyone know if any of them um, have any well, cool effects? The Roll me a perception check. I have a medical thing. That's oh, roll, med- actually, roll a medicine check. Oh, 70 plus 7. I got 24. Cool. You look at some of the fungi, uh, glowing blue and green. Uh, glowing <laughs> blue and green. And um, your immediate assessment, I was thinking about it carefully for a while, doing some ma- mathematics in your head, carrying the 3, adding the 9. These look giga poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are the kind of poison you would give to someone and expect to see them literally... Not figuratively, literally shit their guts out. <laughs> the entrails would be on the outrails. <laughs> <laughs> to the touch or uh, to the consumption. The touch uh, is just if you do touch one, spores poof out in a poisonous gas and require a Constitution saving throw. And unfortunately, the way you phrase that question, <laughs> you found this out the hard way. Could you all please make me a Constitution saving throw? <laughs> Anyone got any you get you get advantage because you're a dwarf. Oh, I just get resistance against it, I think. Uh, advantage on saving throws, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta beat eleven. What's the Thirty. Uh, Constitution's in the top block. Oh, you might have oh, proficiency. Yeah. Slightly twenty. Fifty. You're fine. Eleven. You made it. Seventeen. You all made it. Uh, you don't you don't get poisoned, but you do get like just green. Like ass blasted by the thing real quick. It doesn't smell great. <laughs> it doesn't smell great, but you don't get enough in your lungs to really fuck yourself up. Should I pick some up as we're here? Fucking nice one, mate. Uh, I've made a new discovery. <laughs> <laughs> I've come up with a new recipe. <laughs> yeah, the new recipe is just death. <laughs> I've come up with a new recipe. The diarrhea supreme. <laughs> Take it well, I could take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright. Um, oh, I could take out the green drugs I got from the other dude and then put this stuff in the bag. Well, you don't want to throw away the drugs. No, I was going to take them. Take the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> this would create, right, message check. This would create what we call the Omega drug. No, no, I'm not going to take them together. I'm oh, going to ta- take the drugs that were given to me because I've got a little baggie, right? Not... And I haven't got any other baggie. But I haven't got any other way to put the poison drugs in. You could, probably, you could probably find a small leather pouch to store drugs in if you really want. Right. You know I'll go back, I'm going to go back to new, that, my cousin. I'm going to nick his leather pouch and all his cat, Nondro. I'm going to steal his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his leather pouch. I'm going to put the drugs in my There's any money there, but you did get the pouch, yeah? <laughs> okay. You can, or use your whole boots. Uh, you can take some of the poisonous fungi with you. I will. I will say if you try to take both at the same time. I'm not going to take both. Okay. I'm not going to take the. Po- why would I take okay. the poisonous mushrooms anyway? Okay. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm going to feed them to the bitch. I'm just saying it would probably. It would probably. <laughs> it would probably cause a plane shift. It would probably mean you end up in a different reality. But just so we're all aware. Maybe that's so I could bring the character to a new campaign. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it works. Uh, so it's either that or I was just thinking we should put the drugs because you've got the potions. So just when it, when you next take the potion, you'll also be tripping balls. I don't know what the drugs do though. The drugs might make me super powerful. That's why I've got them. Mm. Just any sort of buff is good. Yeah. <laughs> <Oregano>. <laughs> you did pay half price. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tester. Are you carrying on through? No, we're going to carry on here arguing about the <laughs> I mean, you do what you got to do. It's your game, really. Moving on through. 
there are glittering minerals in the ceiling of this large cavern that catch the light and send it back to create the impression of a starry night sky. Dozens of skeletons, many crushed into fallen debris, are scattered across the floor. The cave is large enough that it contains two freestanding structures. Each of these stone buildings is proportioned for human use, as opposed to the dwarf-sized doorways and furnishings you've seen elsewhere in the mines. Both structures have battered and blackened masonry walls. The double doors cracked and scorched. The cavern is divided by an escarpment into which a flight of stairs has been cut. Passages lead out of this area to the north, south and west. You're coming from the south, so you can go north or you can head west. That is not doors. what it shows on the map. It shows a door to the east and a stair to the north. Ooh, I stuck one of these directions. <laughs> uh, there are two extra. Uh, there are two rooms in this chamber. A, a big sawing pillar, like, like there's a top level with a room and a bottom level of a room as well. You said the door is like covered in like scorch marks and yes. stuff. Yes. So the door you can't really open it. The, the door to your right when you walk in is just covered in burns. Like. If someone would walk past it with a can of links every day in a lighter and just casually burn it for some reason. It's fair enough, I say. So standard standard <laughs> behaviour for our hometown. <laughs> should we should we do an investigation to see if we can clean any more than that or is anything? You can do that if you want. Where's the doggo leading us as well? Uh doggo seems to want to keep going, but this door does feel weird. Just wondering if anyone else wants to do an investigation uh, for any reason. It's definitely been <laughs> set on fire. 18. 18. 15. You, you both get better pressure. Your parents are like, yes, yeah, definitely been, been burned. You're like, this is quite clearly magic. It's It looks like magical burns. It doesn't... You, you set things on fire. Including, yeah, you, you do. And you're like, nah, this is this is, this is is a magical fire. Like, often talks through different ways you can burn down a building and explain this isn't how you do things on fire. To <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's mild concern. Uh, Brunelda is also equally aware because you know, like, you've seen fine dwarven wares. They're, they're fire resistant. This is a strange kind of fire to actually leave a mark on it. You can do detect magic as well, don't you? No? Oh. I don't know if we want to wait 10 minutes while I detect magic on this door, but I reckon it's probably magical. Should we just carry on? Burning the door off? <laughs> <laughs> and keep going? It's your shots. How long do I wait 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to try and get in this door? Yes. That's all I'm thinking. Yes. But before anyone touches it, we should probably find out. Yes. Otherwise, it's going to oh. us back. Yeah. Uh, side note, as you walk into this area, you do start to hear the sound of waves crashing. But to remind everyone and our listeners, we are extraordinarily far inland. I was just worried about Oscar. Uh, understandably. Well, we could just follow Oscar then. Second? We could just follow Oscar then. Yeah, but let's find out what the fuck's going on with this door and then we'll find Oscar. That's fine. Mm. I reckon you the have to do a check there, right? Detect magic. Yeah. Uh, dwarven casting. Um, there is, oh, there is magic noises. There is definitely magic beyond this door. Like, beyond, but is the door magical? Because obviously people have tried setting fire to the door and can't get in. Uh, the door is pretty mundane, but it looks like it's been hit with magic fairly regularly. It's not locked or anything. You can definitely open the door. It's been hit by magic a lot. Oh. Just walk in there. Okay. Uh, you slide it open. As you slide it open, the you is, still, is still going, and you can detect uh, some necromantic energy in here. As you walk in, uh, you see dust, ash, walls blackened by fire, and heaps of debris beneath the sagging ceiling show that this room was damaged by a destructive blast. The furnishings, tables, chairs, bookshelves, beds are charred or splintered, but otherwise well preserved. 
A scorched iron chest stands in the foot of one of the beds, and you see a skull lying on the ground. The skull has brilliantly red rubies in its eyes and green flame coming off of it, but it awesome. seems to be lying flat on the, <laughs> it, seems, <laughs> it seems to be lying flat on its side and not looking up. Raised it. You do also <laughs> notice when you walk in that the doors were previously sealed shut and appear to have been forced open recently. The skull lies there, there's a green flame around it flickering. There's a green flame around the skull. Yeah. In fact, it looks like this. That looks spooky. It does, but it's lying on its side and it's not uh, currently moving. Mm. Uh, please roll me a percent. print of that on a t shirt. <laughs> it definitely exists. Uh, could you guys please roll me a perception check? Cold. Twelve. Six. Ten. Ten. A very mucky twenty. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, Theron, as the only one who actually wants to get close to it, will realise that the skull's jaw is actually moving very, very slightly and it's whispering something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Must it, defeat He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, if you want to listen into it, it, it I just get his voice right now. <laughs> it's going. It sounds like, sound like Oscar in one second. Um, it's going wrong. 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 Is all it's saying. Uh, please roll me an Arcana check. <laughs> Let's, uh, I mean, I can check all the modifiers. Okay. Uh, that turns it to a nine. Okay, so you do, you're vaguely aware of that various undead. This is called a flame skull. No matter how, how bad your roll, how, you can be aware what they're called because of that. <laughs> See that, I'll turn back to the It's like, this is definitely a flame skull. <laughs> <laughs> Everything seems fine. Yeah. Coincidentally, that is correct. Um, you don't know much else about them, but they're normally more verbose than this. This is very peculiar. They're kind of undead, but they're normally naturally occurring to an extent. It's when someone dies in the throes of great rage or anger or something like that. But normally they'd be all like, I'm going to f kill you and flend your skull. I'm going to burn you, burn an eight, burn all the villagers, that kind of stuff. Mm. They don't normally just say it's gone wrong over and over again. Mm. I guess it's now whether or not we're trying to get more out of it or if we want to put it, lay it to rest. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all I've got is physical damage, so I can't really do anything spooky or magical. I'm just going to poke it with a sword. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> I, I, I just done it as an attempt to uh, to talk to it. Just, can you understand me? Um, you see, like the flames, kind of in its eyes, going to move slightly, and it does like a does a pause. It's like it's gone wrong. None of this makes any sense. It's only meant to be a. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it just says it's gone wrong. What? It's gone wrong. What's gone wrong? It's gone wrong. Oh, fuck it <laughs> <hell. laughs> The skull can only repeat that after that. I'm gonna uh, drive it through the face with a talon short sword. Uh, do it. Uh, da, 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 12 to hit. Uh, yeah. It disintegrates. 
which would mean it was already on the verge of death when you got to it the first time because even you're aware of any minimal knowledge of flame skulls they're hard to kill yeah so the one you found was like very nearly dead already mm. which is not a great sign because no, they, something's fucked it up already yeah uh this room is largely empty there's an iron chest in there still Luke! and there all right the chest contains uh a it isn't actually trapped but you do say that after you open it and go oh shit uh, you find a wooden pipe uh, with platinum filigree <laughs> three diamonds uh, with 100 gold each 50 electron pieces 1100 gold pieces which honestly carrying them would be a not worth the effort given yeah. money and 160 silver what's so there is what's the uh, what is it EP what is that electron pieces and it's the bit between what's what's that worth uh, it's between silver and gold so it's worth 10 silver uh, thereabouts Ten. yeah they're very annoying as currency because copper Ten silver gold is a standard electrum's like the in between thing it's kind of, it's kind of like uh, like imagine a pound a one pound fifty coin no, I don't know. That, <laughs> that's basically what electric pieces are. So, so how many how many EP was it? Uh, there's fifty electric pieces, so call that maybe twenty five gold. Yay! Okay. Can I take the jewels from the skull? Uh, they're or not actually they jewels. Gone? They're like magic. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I like how you're still playing with skulls. <laughs> can I take the pipes? So I can smoke my drugs there. You absolutely can. <laughs> there is also a journal in there. I don't need that. I like books. All right, Theron, pop it open. Uh, it's a human diary written in common, oh. and it describes uh, Mormesk, the mage, uh, who used to help him around the forge. There's a few, there's a bunch of stuff about the dwarves, the gnomes, and there's a few names mentioned in uh, bad contexts. Mm. Uh, there is one interesting thing: is he mentions having a brother who trained, who was here, and he said that something bad happened to him, and he can't find him anymore. And then mentioning there's rumors of orcs recently. Uh, there isn't the classic. Uh, bullshit scary story thing where they live write the actual attack mm. but there is referencing to orcs and mustering soon might be attacking the, the mine which you know historically did occur right um, there's a few like various negative notes in here so you get the impression Mormus wasn't a great guy mm. and trans becoming an undead rake was probably just a natural occurrence it is weird that he had a brother who went missing because his brother was in the mines and then they saw some weird creature leave and he wants to go and find his brother, but he can't really leave his post because he's meant to work here. Mm. And, yeah. Okay. He also it's also got a very rough map for where things are. The spell forge itself is one room up from where you are. So if you've got, there's like a flight of stone stairs carved into the rocks, and the next platform up is meant to be the spell forge. And then beyond that, there's mentions um, like a body of water. Do we, where are we in relation to the shrine that we thought was around? The shrine's in the far northwest. You'd have to walk through pretty much um, up and then along the top edge of the cave to get to it, if there is a clay path, or you'd have to go back to the middle to get there. Okay. Hmm. So we know people go missing in here, and uh, it's, it's all around a, good, a jolly good time. Can we go find Oscar as soon as possible? Mm. You can. Yep. Uh, you will pass the actual spell forge itself on the way. If you want to check in and have a look, yep, absolutely you can, or you can carry on to Oscar. I'd say carry on to Oscar. Oh, yeah, Oscar. Okay. You reach Spellforge, the area that Gundren has told you to go and find. Arguably, the goal of your entire quest here. But uh, consensus of the group is you're going to go find your boy. But the heart of the story. 
the real treasure was this one goblin you put in a piss bag for ages. <laughs> you, carry- <laughs> <laughs> you carry on. You carry on past. <laughs> you carry on past the uh, real spellforge the French made along the way. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you carry on past the spellforge. You do not go in to find any magic items or anything. That's a very noble gesture of you. You instead carry on through to the booming cavern. Here, the sound of waves is very, very loud. A narrow ledge overlooks a large cavern that houses a surging, seething body of water. The rhythmic booming heard throughout the mines is louder here. At regular intervals, a fresh surge of water funnels into this chamber and slams against the wall just below the ledge. The echoes suggest that this cave might be one arm of a much larger cavern to the northeast. Investigation, see if there's anything of any... any. Uh, you do find a few interesting. You do find some footprints, uh, which would fit Oscar's size, uh, and they lead into a rock face, which you can find if you uh, roll investigation. Actually, mm. can't handle myself. <laughs> you find there's a rock there. Okay, Ninety twenty. And Brunelda just walks up to the rock. You're looking like, like how did the footsteps go here? I'm and really you, good with rocks. Too. Yeah, you just look at it and you you immediately find a hidden door, and twist it. There's like a rock you can turn, and it opens this door. And it leads into a surprisingly well-carved passageway, which leads deeper. In fact, uh, I'll kind of check from either of you two. Unfortunately, you guys aren't particularly going to get this. You just won't get it, bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> 15. Hmm? 15. Okay. You both get it. Uh, this has been made by Stone Shape. You can't tell how old it is, but it doesn't look old. It looks like someone has basically made this passage recently. Mm. Like, uh, like it, it's at a point where you, when you shape stone, you do get like, like concrete and it does age by itself. This is all very fresh. Yeah. So it's been like, it's not as old as the rest of the mine. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up my trousers and put my ass print in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite fresh enough to do that. However, the idea that you just press your you ass against really the stone hard. and then look at everyone like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I want merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely want merch of this. Brunelda pressing her ass against the concrete wall, just looking at everyone like, oh, it's so look good. where it my ass got. It was so fresh, though. I had like ass print and then I signed it as well. I, I guarantee at some point there'll be Brunelda ass print somewhere in the next campaign, but let's, <laughs> let's carry on through. Uh, yeah, are you going to carry on down the passageway? Yeah. Did you sign everything? Did you get through all 55? Yeah. I mean, just add a couple of ass prints to a few of them. Just to... <laughs> That's going to make more sense to the listeners at the end of this podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's keep rolling. Yeah, uh, right. The staircase carries on down all the way. You're gonna you're gonna walk down the whole thing. Okay. It walks down to your level past the water level and carries on down. You can hear the booming of waves like really crashing against the uh, side of the cavern, which is a hint for our sound editor at the end of this. Uh, it leaves. Splash. Splash. <laughs> Whoosh. Wow. Whoosh. Oh. Oh, now I can pee. Um, <laughs> you carry on through until eventually it leads into. A very large chamber. I don't need this anymore. We're all going uh, You enter an extraordinarily large cavern. Uh, you do see in the middle is an iron wrought apparatus which reaches up 60 feet into the air. There's thin walkways all surrounding a large crystal like shape which is pulsing peach, lavender, gold colours like phasing in and out. A very weird, unnatural, magical glow about it. Below that is a, like, almost like a stove kind of shape structure. 
uh, with pipes and wiring. It's almost impossible to work out what it's meant to be. But it's all connected up to that one crystal, which is 60-odd feet in the air. And you see, standing before it, uh, a drow. A drow male. Thin, white hair. Uh, honestly, face structure is a bit different, but he looks similar to Theron's build and general styling. Mm. Wearing a pair of uh, plain brown cotton trousers. No armor, nothing else like that. But he just turns to look at you. And he smiles. And goes like, I'm not sure hello is the right thing to say in this circumstance, but um, welcome. Welcome. That's all I can really say, I suppose. Um, welcome to the heart of it. This is, this is, this is it. This is it. This is the real, the real encounter. I'm sorry, do you mind if I talk a little while first? Or do you, do you want to just get straight, straight into this? It's just sort of like a just a head tilt more than anything else. Just sort of staring, staring at the drow. Just how similar does Theron think the facial structure is to his own? Not, not enough to be related. Maybe you, you shared like an ancient ancestor before the drow split from the rain elves, but not. You might be able, you might be able to share a kidney if you're really lucky. That's probably a reach though. <laughs> but but no indication that we've recently shared a face. No no, no. not recently shared a face. Um, he does kind of uh, kind of gesture up and goes like oh one thing uh, Oscar lock it uh, you see up at the top there is Oscar standing by a switch he just he doesn't even want to look at you guys but he pulls it and the stone behind you like slams shut uh, the drow turns again and goes I am Nesna the black spider and we've met before he smiles he goes like we've met a lot actually um I'm gonna. I'm just gonna talk for a little bit. I'm sorry. I, I just, I've, I've had this on my chest for a while, like a couple of hours, really. Um, I've met all of you before. You don't always look like this. Um, no, you know what? I, I, I'm starting. I'm too. I'm too far ahead. I'm too far ahead. <laughs> sorry, it's just been. It's been. It's been a while. Um, I'm gonna ask you a question, and this is a question which, to my knowledge, no one's ever asked. I, at least, I don't believe any of you ever asked it. Before. I, certainly not where I'm around. Do you remember the Nothic? You ran into a Nothic in Glastaff's basement before you killed him. Um, I assume he's dead anyway. Might be dead, might be in prison. Doesn't really matter, does it? Nothing really matters. But um, I'm going to ask a question which I don't think any one of you have ever really thought about. What did the Nothic find out? Because they have to find out a secret, don't they? Something so devastatingly bad something so profound that it turns them into that i'm gonna just take a few slow paces forward uh he just has a whoa, 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 whoa. There's, no, there's no rush there's no rush elf don't worry we'll get to it i should probably find out your names but i think it feels irrelevant at this point so if nothing found out something about this crystal here you see it, it feels weird doesn't it why would this spell forge even work like why would this mountain this mine have magic in it because there's nothing in the schematics. There's nothing on the ground floor. I found a temple to Dumafoin, and I explored around there a little bit. There's nothing really interesting there. Oh, I left the um, the other dwarf. What's his name? The the one that's not, the one that you don't find at the orcs uh, with the uh, hobgoblins rather. I uh, was it orcs? Is it hobgoblins? I think it's changed so much. It's hard to keep it straight. But um, yeah, he's he's dead too. I I figured I'd just nip that while I was there. 
Um, oh, also, um, he kind of indicates a corner, and you see there's a very large white skull with um, horns and a particularly reptilian feature. And he goes, I took care of that because I didn't want that being some kind of weird Deus Ex Machina flying into the last hour. Uh, say hello, Venom Fang. Oh, no, he's, he's, he's very quiet now, isn't he, I suppose. So I've, um, I've met you all before. You see, the Norfolk found out that this this forge is a, a junction. It's it's a mix. It's a mesh of everything. And every time, every time I have run into a human warrior, sometimes you're a noble with a sword, sometimes you're a, a folksy, folksy type from one of those villages up north. But it's usually like a halfling, an elf, a dwarf. And every single time you beat me, every time I lose, I die. Until I found out that's what happens. That's the point of this place. That's the point of a Spellforge is I come here and I die and you win and you get to be the heroes. But what if I didn't go for the forge? What if I went for the uh, the heart of it instead? What if I got a little... Uh, Notoriously loyal goblin, because goblins are so loyal, aren't they? To just trap you in here with me, by being a little trail, and I can just, uh, I can kill all of you here, and then I can go on and start killing you in every reality. So I always win instead. That seems fair, doesn't it? So, um, I think I'll do it. There's a surge of magic from the crystal above him, and you just see the drow, like, lifting up, and his hair grows longer, a big dark wing blooms from one shoulder. His legs almost turn into, into wings. You're getting the full anime JRPG final boss fight at level five. And uh, yeah, everyone please rock initiative. Every Wisdom Evil boss ever. <laughs> yep. Oh, fuck. Oh, cool. yeah. Uh, Did Did anyone, oh, very good. Don't get 20 plus. 23. Very good. Alton. Uh, I'm sure he needs epic music behind it. We're going to have to play it. <laughs> goddamn. If we're going to play it for the goddamn thing. Uh, okay, so 23. Anyone else? Uh, 15, 20 plus? 19. 19. 19. Uh, because high dex. You're plus 3, you're plus 2. So, Sean. Veteran. Five. So it's going to be. They're not important right now. And Brunelda. Alright, guys. You are now fighting against possibly a, a transdimensional elder drow who has died in every single other game with a starter set and doesn't want to die in this one. Good luck. Uh, Alton, you're up first. What do you want to do? Can I try sneak attack like from behind or something with my sword? Uh, <laughs> you, have, you have to move behind him first, and he's currently floating up in the air. Oh, no. You could <laughs> try to hide behind Chandler and then take a short bow shot at them. Yeah, I'll do that instead. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, 11. 11 total? Mm -hmm. or 11 plus? 11 total. Uh, unfortunately, the arrow doesn't hit him. It, you see it streak through the air and then just burst into flames about 20 feet away from his shoulder. He sort of smiles at you because, like, oh, it's always you. Jonathan? Ooh. Sorry, Did I'm gonna. Mm, I'm gonna use the crossbow. Absolutely, go for it. 
Fuck. What was that? 16 plus 7 23. That hits. You doing both barrels? That's fucking amazing. You have extra attack, so you can roll again if you want. And then we'll add some extra damage to it. If it's doing the um, crossbow, it's a d12 for damage as well. 12. Oh. Yeah. 10. Okay, and then you get a second shot because extra attack. Level 5. Cool, so. Level 20? Yep. Uh, um, 8 plus 7. That is. D? Yep, the AC's not very high. Cool, and then it's. 1d12. Three plus three, so six. Okay. Jonathan raises the double crossbow, falls once, falls twice. Both bolts fly through the air and stab straight into both shoulders of the drow. Uh, he kind of like just flexes and the bolts like uh, rip out of him. But he, um, he grins with a tiny, tiny layer of glowing green blood, like it's luminous now. Uh, right, Theron. Can I get a deck saving throw? Uh, you probably can. Let's give it a go. Uh, that's a fail, actually. What do you, what do you want to do? Uh, this is for Oscar. As I roll 8d6 for Fireball. At, at Oscar? Uh, no, at, Jesus. Uh, at, at the big guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You realise Oscar's fine. He's up there on the Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I re-roll that? Or yeah, yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that's, <laughs> that's a lot. Oh, he, he, he makes a save, he takes half of it, so... Yeah. 8, 20, 20 damage. Alright, Theron, do you want to describe how you throw his fireball up? Uh, it's not to the glowing dot, and then we hit him in the floor. So this is, this is like the first time I'm casting big boy magic, so it's just it's just one tiny little uh, speck in the centre of his hands. You've seen it before, where Theron's eyes just flash like really, really deep blue. And then it just, just absolutely off the chain with no zero warning, just zero to a hundred. Yeah. Eight balls of fire, just absolutely. Was it one ball with it's eight? One ball that blows up a grenade. Yeah. So just, just straight through the air, just one thwip, and then just back, 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 back. There's, there's a shriek like a firework, and then just an explosion that wraps across the uh, drow's face. You want to see him look surprised for once. It's kind of like he's rocking it back. He sees burns on his face, but then blue, black navy skin just crawls back in place and like just sinks up. And grins. <laughs> that, thud was, that thud was him hitting the upper hand, <laughs> not breaking anything. Uh, and it's now his turn. He's gonna hold his hands out, move them in a big arc, and you see dots of colour appear on it. Uh, red through to red, orange, gold, and he throws them up, and he's gonna try and attack everyone from different dots. Uh, so, trying to. Th- Um, Jonathan is going to receive 7 plus 6 plus 3, so that's going to be uh, 16 points of force damage. Uh, can you make me a strength or a dexterity saving throw? Is that 20? Yeah, yeah. 17 plus... Strength or dex? Which one? Uh, 17 plus 4, so 21. Okay, cool. Uh, noted. Uh, awesome. Uh, this one is going to be a. Does a fourteen hit you? Uh, armor class. Yeah. No, I'm fifteen. Cool. He straight dodge. He straight dodge a bolt and hits the ground and Uh, Jonathan got hit by a bolt. Is that strength or dex? By the way. 
Uh, you hit by a bolt and you're like, you're pushed back, you stay on your feet. Uh, you feel like the rocks beneath you kind of like cracked a little bit. Like it was a really big hit. Sarah? Uh, that's even less. Uh, I'm assuming that A14 doesn't hit you. He does not. Okay, a bolt flies past you and detonates part of the ground. And then finally, Brunelida. Uh Does a 21 hit you? That's going to be 7, 8. Real sorry for my dice rolling. 15 plus three. That's 18 damage, and either a strength or a dex saving throw. Uh, you get hit by a bolt and it kind of blasts you on your ass as well. And you, like, you feel like the ground kind of crack with the impact of it. Uh, anyone's watching Oscar still up, still up and watching you guys, but he's just like clutching the railing next to his iron wire works thing. Uh, still very far away. Uh, Bernarda? Uh, I'm going to do, do? I'm gonna do uh, Spirit Guardians while I stand up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do your Spirit Guardians look like, or do you not care that much? They look like the Rockseeker brothers in that case. Like Gundren and Nundra are going to appear next year as ghosts. Cool. Yeah. Um, are they not like small? Um, they can look, they look like they can look how you feel like. So I feel like just making them look like two dwarven boys with axes and then they'll start milling around him. Cool. Yep. Um, how far away is he? Uh, he's floating in the air, but you can set Spirit Guardians to be basically next to him. He set an area of effect for Spirit Guardians exists and then they just shred him. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're good. Alright. Uh, um, you cast a magic and it's gold and white versions of Gundren and not Gundren. When he died. Fardrum? Whatever. <laughs> the, 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 two de- the two dead ones appear and then like leap from Brunelda and start shredding at the uh the drought. Please roll some damage. They get a whiz saving throw. Uh they do, he does. I'll make the save throw in case. Okay. Is that save or half save or not? Sorry, half save. Half save, okay. Half, yeah, half of the success. Yes. Um, five, nine, 11 damage. Sweet. Uh, he did make it so hard a little bit. He kind of like starts parrying them, but the dwarven ghost starts shredding and fighting against him. And he's like, oh, this is a new one for you. Bringing, bringing them back to life to help. Ah, oh, very good idea. Are they, uh, is that my action to stand up as well? Do no, I? no, that's just that's half your move, so you've got 15 feet left in movement. Oh, I just want to take my, uh, my potion. Absolutely, take a swig. Yeah, I take a swig. And then roll me some D100s! Uh, eight. 88. 88, let's see what 88 gets you. Does anyone want any mystery potion later on? <laughs> I'll give it a go. Yeah, fine. <laughs> 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 88, uh, you cast fly on a random creature within 60 feet of you. Alright, uh, roll me a d6. Six. So, Oscar can fly now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, just doing one, two, three, four, drow Oscar. So. Yeah, Oscar just realizes he can fly a little bit, it's like levitating off the ground. Um, looking confused. Uh, you do see the drow kind of go like, hmm, snap a finger, and Oscar's like, crap on the finger, like, nah, don't, I didn't want that. Uh, just turns back to you and just smiles. Like, uh, can he do that? Is that a reaction? He, is that he's got a lot of random actions because he's a homebrew monstrosity. Uh, awesome. Um, yes, I think that's the right response. Like, <laughs> all right, here comes the sake. Let's get the brandy. Out. I was just going to have another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, just try and short bow him again, I guess. Absolutely. Um, uh, 15. That'll hit. Roll me sneak attack. So that's, you roll 4d6 in total, and then add your dexterity bonus to the damage. Um, he takes a lot of damage. You manage to get him square in the neck. You see a, like a small gout of blood, but he gets he pulls it out again, and you see the hole kind of close up. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's starting to click. Like oh, Jonathan. Uh, I'm going to swing my greatsword at him. Can I re- can I reach him where I am? Uh, you can make an acrobatics check yeah. to try to jump and get him on the wings. Thinking that I'll fuck it, I'll crossbow him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll cross button. Fuck. <laughs> uh, 11. And you get two attacks. Gosh! Make it lucky. 13 adds 7. 20. That hits. Nasty 20. <laughs> also, to be clear, your bonus action right now is just to reload it. So. Cool. Add. Okay, so more time. Cool. Oh, man. Uh, 6. Okay, uh, you, fire, you fire one bolt and he catches it, then you fire a second one and it hits him in the forehead. But he No, the first one hit though, right? First one hit? What'd you get? The first one was six. So the, the first one was 20, but the damage was six. Oh yeah, yeah. And Oh, so, oh second shot, sorry. I thought you were saying that. Yeah. So you've got two attacks. You've got, you've got yeah, so I've just, done, barrel. I've just done the one. Okay, second barrel. So the damage for the first one was six. Okay, yeah. Then right. he takes it on the forearm. Cool, and, and then, now roll a 20? Yep, yeah, 20 right, I was like, he fucking doesn't catch it. Um, it depends what he get now, isn't it? Yeah, 19 plus. He doesn't catch that one, that's <laughs> going to hit. Uh, plus seven? Yeah, it basically is. I've got my math correct there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, fi- like... the, fi- the 15 hits, so 19 plus seven will hit. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, so then, cool, right. Is that six or nine? Where's the thing at the bottom? It's nine, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so nine plus three, so 12. Cool. Uh, that one hits him in the forehead, uh, but he does pull it out and drop it, which is perhaps mildly Has concerned. he recovered from that again? Is it, it healed or is it not? It's difficult to tell, but you, you can't see any visible wounds from him being blown up, shot multiple times, <laughs> and hit directly in the throat. Uh, the dwarven ghosts are actually hitting him constantly and doing damage, but it's also healing up. Okay, Theron. So I think uh, Theron and uh, Ronaldo just sort of nodded to each other. Yeah. And we're changing targets. Okay. What are you going to do? Starting towards the actual crystal that's holding oh, the entire. Excellent, <laughs> excellent plan. Uh, so I think I'm going to hit with magic myself. Oh, go for it. Uh, there's no check for that one, is there? Nope. You just roll. You just roll d4s for it. Cool. How many d4s do I roll? Uh, as many as five dots. If you do first level, it's three d4s plus one. Okay, I'll just do. I'll just do that for now. Okay. Four. Four. Yeah. <laughs> and something further away. No floor rolls. No oh, floor rolls. Let's go for another four. No. Four <laughs> <laughs> Max damage. Uh, you see the darts all impact the crystal. Um, but it doesn't take, it doesn't seem to visibly crack, you, you felt each one hit hard, but it doesn't seem to damage it, and you see the drought kind of smile, he goes like, I did think you might try that, you've got to hit, unfortunately it's only going to respond to being struck directly, and I wanted to make sure none of you could get to it. 
Is Oscar near it? Oscar's on the walkway next to it. I'm just, I'm just saying you're acting awfully brave in your dragon form. Well, he's got, he's got extra wings for legs, and he's got a big old wing for a body. He's like, you know what? That's right. And then he, uh, his body drops down, and the wings kind of go, and he's instead got like a large, like dragon-style, like centaur lower half. Uh, and his arms grow larger and bigger with big claws. And he goes like, I could just do like a dragon, couldn't I? That's a very good idea. Thank you, Elf. Well you're, done. You're so very welcome. <laughs> uh, and in that note, he's going to attempt a large breath weapon towards all of you. Please, everyone, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Sorry. <laughs> hmm? Why is he a dragon? He's a very strange pseudo-god creature right now. He's warping forms freely. This makes any sense to me. <laughs> like, oh, he's. <laughs> I have like no visual imagination, so this for me is really difficult, and I don't oh. know why he's a dragon I, now. I will, I will try. I will try. Okay. So first of all, he looks like Safer Sephiroth from FF7, and then he has warped his body into this second stage, which has a dragon lower half, and then a drow body on top, and really big gorilla arms. <laughs> why the How the hell? Because. Uh, something about that crystal uh, is giving him super magical powers. But like, okay, I think I'm just struggling to see if there's like a connection between him and the crystal, or whether it's just like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm that's seeing. That's a good in question. The actually, you can on your turn you can roll a perception check to think about if you like to try and draw a connection as a free action. Um, but he is going to launch an attack, which needs a dex save. So, uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Twelve. Twelve. Four. Four. <laughs> Chum's literally going to die off <laughs> Okay, uh, it's not going to die off stream. Um, okay, anyone who beats 15, you take half damage, which is 10. Anyone who didn't, you take 20 damage. As he releases a shockwave of force by stamping both his feet forward. I believe he's still up for afterwards. Um, Granada. On your turn, you can roll a perception check if you like. Yeah, just trying to understand what's going on, really. Yeah, I'll just say <laughs> valid. It's chaotic right now. Uh, Twelve. That's 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 enough to work it out. He's um, the crystal in the ceiling appears to be synchronized with the drow. You're not quite sure how he's done it, but the crystal appears to be some kind of trans-dimensional world magic kind of font, like it's. It's some unique point in space with the generating magic, and now you, it makes sense that the Spellforge was basically drawing off this, and it was just like the power to create whatever you want, essentially. So I could uh, take both my drugs and hold it, and then we could zap somewhere else. Uh, potentially, yeah. <laughs> potentially, if you could just sync with it, you could use it to go wherever you want in reality. You could make magic items do whatever you want to do. So Spellforge. Fucking good job. We don't let that dragon come here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good that's, Lord. That's, yeah. Jonathan is like, oh, I'm so glad I killed him. Admittedly, the dragon did try to come here and got killed. Yeah. But still, it's a good thing you didn't let him get to it. Uh, technically, yes, but because it would be hilarious as fuck. No. <laughs> you want to make a Draco Lich? Fucking, yeah. I'm trying to get it off Amy's face. There we go. All right, I'll run it. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, you can do that if you want. I think maybe we need healing. I actually don't think I have a th another third. Oh no, I didn't take. I didn't bring him in with me, so I think I still have a third. Oh, you spell you've, you've still got. You, you, well, you cast a spell and he stays animated for like ten days, so you've got him and the spell slot. Mm. 
Where is Eric these days? Uh, it depends. Um, <laughs> what's, his de- what's his deck save? Uh, if his dexterity is 10, then his bones are currently embedded in the far wall. <laughs> that doesn't tell me. Uh, I, do you mind if he gets blown up by the dragon to show how badass he is? Mm. Okay, yeah. Eruk's er- bones are oh, currently no, embedded in the far wall. Oh no, Eruk! Eruk! Do you want me to res the dragon? <laughs> this purpose I it's not exactly it's not a res exactly really. <laughs> you want, if you want to make the dragon skull become a real problem for this guy I could do that yeah uh, oh I could do healing word as well so yeah let's fuck it let's go or yeah you can do both if yeah, you want yeah. uh, normally you can't cast two level spells on the turn, it, this one says it's a bonus action yeah, there's a, you know what yeah fuck it do it because uh, it's more fun this way do it what do you mean why wouldn't I be able to do that? there's a thing about leveled spells like you mentioned you cast a level spell you can then do a bonus action cantrip but I'm going to say you can do a bonus action spell because this is the big final fight and it's cool as fuck so you do what you want okay uh, so you're going to animate death yeah okay there's That's a surge okay. of necromantic energy that runs from your hand in a straight line straight into the dragon's skull and you see green flame like spark in its eye sockets and its jaws start to snap and it raises up and starts imme- do you want to make it start biting the Duke Drow? yeah bites one of the Drow's gorilla arms immediately and you just see it kind of go like oh this is not and start trying to like punch it to get it off him and uh, you want to do healing word too? I'm going to do oh, how dead are you? Uh, I'm down to 39 so focus on someone else me 13 does <laughs> 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 anyone nobody else is everyone else is alright isn't it? 15 how much you got? 15? Oh, I'll give it to you then. All right. No, because you're less than me. That's all right, but I, I've got all the potions. Oh. <laughs> it's oh, it's it's <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, go, go, go get him. <laughs> yeah, you get uh, 1d4 plus 3. Okay. Oh, go get him. <laughs> oh, no. Only 4, but it's nothing. That's better than nothing. It's a super on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll do. Is it a first level? It's a bonus action. It's still a first level spell. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a bonus action. Oh. when you cast it, it's just what level, what level you cast it as what level I'm healing. Does it take a spell spot still? Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh, also, can you roll damage? Can you roll damage for your dwarven shredders? Oh yeah, sure. What was that one? Does anyone? Uh, whatever it says on the spirit guardians thing. Oh god, I, I think it's like three d eight. Three d eight. Also, just realizing that Brunelda is kind of like outsourcing his whole final fight. So, like, okay, Dragon Skull, Dwarf I've ghost. got nothing left. <laughs> uh, oh, 3d8. So, I've got a, whether they hit or not? or No, it's just damage because it's not stoppable. Like, he can't stop the damage happening. Eight, four, five, uh, uh, seven, two, yeah. He's, no, got, 18, he's got to make a death save, 12, which 12, he actually fails. So, he's being shredded. Uh, oh, by the dwarf yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's still healing as at each time. You've got to put that voice in. <laughs> <laughs> so between dwarf ghosts and a dragon skull, he is at least being somewhat hindered from hitting you guys. Alton, he's now on the ground if you want to try and stab him. Fuck yeah. I've literally never played a support character before, but I'm alright. 20, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you guys are Oh, okay, okay, so you've got sneak attack because he's been attacked, attacked by the dragon skull. So you have to roll me 8d6. Let's go. To be fair, <laughs> and to be clear here, this stab is hitting about as hard as Theron's <laughs> right. pliable. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, and you need another three. I've got a sack if you Jesus. need. Jesus. <laughs> hey, hey, very nice. Geezer. <laughs> right. Geezer. Put them into 10. 4, 3 is 8, <laughs> plus 8 plus Put 6. Ten. So do 10. No, 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 no. What? What? Do uh, that's 10. 
Um, that's 10. And then that's also 10. 30. 30. <laughs> 30. Uh, you have a play if you want to do this? You can describe where you want to be? Um, like, chop the head in half. Absolutely. Um, you leap <laughs> up, you kind of sprint up the dragon's legs, jump up with your sword, and then slice it directly down the middle, all the way down to his throat. You see his head kind of pull in pieces, and then uh, both sides, out of sync, smile, and seal back together, and he pushes you back down again. Oh my god. He goes like, ah, I did not expect you to manage that. <laughs> Very talented. Uh, Jonathan? Who's, who's artist? <laughs> how, the fu- how? What the fuck? Um, okay. Thanks. Um, Honestly, that's a very in character. I was like, oh, what the fuck? He's like, <laughs> he just, just kind of like, like looks down. And he goes like, I've been waiting for this so long. Uh, I guess I'll swing my greatsword at him. But if he keeps rehealing. Yeah, but there's no. Can I? Mm. Can I get up to the? Crystal, my God, to where else? Wrong yeah. exception. Try to work it out. What he will say. Nineteen plus three, so twenty-two. Uh, you look around. The way it's been set up is that this one room, <laughs> and as you can climb the solid rock face, which you might be able to do uninterrupted, you could get to the ironworks. I've got fifty feet of hemp and rope. And you, if you get the rope up to the top, you have to climb it. But the odds of this guy stopping you somehow on the climb are reasonably high. You're doing the calculations, it's like, yeah. if, you, if you were given like free reign and like two turns non-interrupted, you could probably climb up there with the rope, yeah. but like, what are the odds that you like, have that? Uh, fuck. Can, hmm, hmm, no, okay, don't worry. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll just swing a fucking sword at him. Yeah. I mean, it's, you, you seem to have made the connection, but you're like, you know what, it's all I got, let's go at it. Yeah. How high up is it? Uh, more than 60 feet, 70 feet odd. How high do my jumpy boots allow me to jump? Uh, it's your... It's each point of strength gives you 10 feet vertical. So you can go 30 feet vertically, which is very good, but probably not enough for this. Mm. Alright, I'm going to guess. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, that was 10. Uh, plus... 7, so we'll hit. I think seven or six. Five. My great sword. Five would have been good. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, that, that, that'll hit, yeah. Oh. Right, that's a two, two, six. Six. Nine plus four is thirteen. Okay, you take a big swing with your great sword and take a big chunk out of his leg. You've got two attacks, extra attack. And action surge, if you want action surge. Yeah, I think I will. Okay. Plus, actually, can I can I use a different weapon for my second one? Do I have to do the same? Uh, probably for the first attack action, the reaction surge, you can swap weapons. Okay, cool. So for this one, it has to be the great sword again. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Cool, that's mine. So it was six, uh, so 11. Uh, 11 total? Yep. Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't work. Okay, and then I can't action surge? Or you can, you can action surge, surge okay. and then you'll do your crossbow instead. Okay, cool. Hey! Yay. And 20, so 27. Nice. And then it's 1d. So that's going to be 2d12. 2d12, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Alright, cool. Fuck. <laughs> Second roll. Second roll. Uh, 9 
So 10 plus 3, so 13. Okay, uh, and then... Plus another three. One or attack, because you get to attack again with the um, crossbow. Is it is it plus three twice, because he did two attacks? Oh, no, it's just plus three once. Okay. But I did the one... Oh, I'm confused, sorry. Sorry, you've That's done one attack. You've done one great yeah. sword, second great sword, one crossbow, you got second crossbow. Oh, okay, cool. So D tw- D20 again, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, six plus seven, so 13. Uh, doesn't help, fortunately. Fuck. Uh, but... To describe this for you, uh, Jonathan runs up, takes one big swing at the leg, uh, hits it, takes another swing, uh, the drow catches the sword and pulls it away and just says like, well, what are you going to do? And then the crossbow hits him square in the eyes and he drops the sword again. He dodges the second one just about, but you did just immediately like hip holster your shotgun as soon as he caught your sword. Uh, Theron. I've got an idea. <laughs> do you reckon, just chatting away, like... Be with you in a second. Yeah. Do you reckon you can take his head off? Take his head off? Do you reckon you can take it off? I can try my goddamn motherfucking best. Mm. Okay. Um, great sword's got to be good for something. <laughs> uh, just uh, for this turn, I'm just going to do a Tolton Dead. Go for it. Uh, which do? uh, uh, It just does some damage to him, so wisdom saving throw from him. Uh, yes. Uh, he probably hasn't made it. Okay. Uh, he has also he has also taken damage. It's just not manifest on his body. So can I do the one d twelve? Yes, one d twelve. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You managed to get the wound, which is sealed up, to resonate and open up a little bit again. And you see him just kind of like force it shut of his hand. It's like very cute. Thank you, uh, Renata. You get to jump the initiative a little bit to get go a bit earlier before oh. he does a big thing. Oh, I'm gonna heal myself then. <laughs> uh, are you gonna do the champion heal or are you gonna do a small heal? Well, I'm pretty dead, like got like 13 health left. Jesus Christ. Uh, so I'm gonna. It's a, a cure wounds is 1d8 plus my SA healing, my yes. spell attack. So that's like plus seven, right? Yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think that's my. Concern. Oh no, it's it's 1d8 plus your wisdom. I think. Uh, let me check the spell real quick. I'm pretty sure it is 1d8 plus whiz. Uh, but if you cast it at level 2, it'll be 2d8 plus whiz. Yeah, spellcast moves a modifier, so it's going to be 1d8 plus 4. If you cast for a second level slot, it's going to be 2d8 plus 4. Yeah, I might need to do that. I'll cure wounds. Do that. You can see he's building up something, so you're making a smart choice. Three, eight, eleven, plus four. So yeah, thanks. Fifteen. Cool. You also roll me three d8 for spirit guardians and a d20 to decide what dracolich gets in the way of. Sorry. Three d8 for the spirit ghosts. Five, eight, and six is fourteen. There's more than that in it. Eight. What? Five, eight, and six. Oh, sorry. So it said eight plus six. I was like, mm. <laughs> uh, sorry. Thirty plus six is nineteen for the the spirit guardians. Yeah, he's taking more dragon. damage from the dwarf. That's kind of like forcing him to move in certain ways, which is very annoying for him. Lich dragon. Lich dragon. A d twenty, please. Uh, oh, it's only three. Uh, the, it, the bite kind of gets pushed off, and it kind of like forces it away. Right. Uh, you see him kind of like crack his hands, and we are like, I am getting a little bit sick of this. And bonus action? Do I get bonus? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have another mystery potion. Let's go. Twig, twig, twig. Wee, wee, wee. 
Roll me some D100 and tell me what you get. You've got one swig left after this. Yeah. Yeah. One left for Theron if he wants it. (laughs) 46. 46, 46, 46, 46. But I do have some drugs. Yeah. So. <laughs> you cast levitate on yourself. Oh yeah. How high do I get? That only goes vertically, so you've got to get in the place and then you can start going it. Uh, How high does it get? <laughs> does it get high enough to hit the crystal? Uh, if you got next to it and it didn't stop you, possibly. You can't stop me. Step on his reference. You can rise vertically up to twenty feet and remain suspended there for duration. <laughs> it's about 70 feet up in the air. Excellent. 70. You can go 20 up, it's 70. And then I could jump 30, right? 50. Yeah. What's 20, 20, so, 20 foot? That would be closer. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> that would be closer, but. I'm going to be throwing. You might be able to, you might be able to make, make Throw an Alton. How, about, how about, well, my strength's pretty good. I could probably throw Alton. If I get 20 foot up, I jump and then throw. That'd be 70 foot, right? You could probably throw 20 feet, yeah. If you make a plan, you want to try and go for it. It's either you, you levitate, you jump, you have Alton on your back, she then uses her acrobatics. Yeah. <laughs> I throw her as well. Yeah. Next to it, yeah, so if you get a bump. I think we've got this. Yeah, you just fucking grab the crystal. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, if you guys want to attempt that plan, uh, he is oh. going to hold his action this turn because he's just going to look at the draculation and he's like, He's like, up, is it? Is, is it, now he's going to make just make a hand gesture like, go on, what's your best plan? I heard about taking my head off. He's talking, talking to Chondathan and looking at Theron. Mm. Uh, so oh, not looking at you mom. two this time because <laughs> he's, see, he's looking at these two because they've got a plan to try and take him out. So you've got an opportunity. It's not me yet anyway. Uh, uh, temporarily pausing initiative while you guys are looking at it. But Olsen and Brunelda, if you want to like pair up, you can... You can do your levitate throw thing on Alton's turn. Oh, okay. To help her move. If that's going to work for you guys. Mm-hmm. You will need to make me an athletics check to throw Alton. Uh, and it's going to be DC of about 15 to try and get Alton to there. 29. I don't understand what you just said. Uh, then you've got to roll an athletics check to throw Alton. Oh, she's already on my back. Yeah, you got you guys have paired up and you you jumped and then you resumed the last chunk of levitate. Oh, we've already done it. This is going to be the action. Are you guys going to go? <laughs> so I thought there was a bit of an anti-climax. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I'm going to a little bit. <laughs> You're just trying to wreck our plan. <laughs> going to rewind it, rewind it, rewind it. So you guys can, while Chondathan and Theron talking about cutting his head off, he's now looking at them like, all right, let's see what you've got. Let's see, let's see your plan. <laughs> and Brunelda and Austin, you guys can move around to one side. She enhanced my sneak, did she? Uh, well, no, he's just not, he's not paying attention to you right now. He can walk over. And then you can jump 30 and then levitate 20 with Alton and then throw. If that's what you want to do, you want to jump using your boots of striding and then levitate up. I absolutely love the like NPC logic that like he would admit he would completely be oblivious to this shit. Because <laughs> we're funny. just like, come on, on Nick. I'm levitating onto a, like a flat surface, right? So I could jump off that one as I'm levitating. Uh, you could levitate and then jump, that is true. Yeah. Both options you work. might want to jump off me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I got 12 plus 2, which is 14, which ain't bad. I could probably give you a bit of a boost. Um, oh, no, plus 5 athletics, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's fine then. 17. You're going up. Launch me up okay, there. Cool. You are launched. Uh, 
Alton. Have you got a weapon in your hand? Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm great. bringing up my short hit sword. Something really, yeah. Alton and Brunelda, please roll me dexterity saving throws. Oh, shite. Thirteen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you do see tentacles erupt from outside of the drow. Oh, fuck off. And, also, and just <laughs> kind of pull you back to the ground. You are, two, they, are they magical? Uh, they are a spell-like ability, not a spell. Okay. Uh, another tentacle, tentacles are erupt towards you guys as well. Please roll me dexterity saving throws. That's twenty. Darren, you get out of the way in time. Uh, what was it, sorry? Dexterity, somewhere. Uh, 14. Uh, this was 15, really sorry. Uh, Theron is still free. The rest of you guys are restrained by tentacles. It's it was, definitely oh, the crystal. No. Yeah. Um, he kind of just looks at all of you and kind of says, like, Well, you've been in a really good effort, but I think I'm getting kind of bored of this now. And then there's like a, like a clink from up, from up top. He looks up and sees Oscar again and goes, Are you still there? I thought you'd left by now. What are you? What are you doing? He's like, are you not? He's gonna start like laughing to us. Like, oh no, you're not gonna go for the crystal. Surely you're not gonna go for the crystal. Darren, you're still free, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to chip in any of this that you're welcome to? He's like, what are you doing, buddy? And he goes like, oh please, no, go for it. I mean, it might it might hurt me for you to hit it. It would definitely kill you. But what's this? What's this goblin loyalty? I mean, are we seeing some goblin loyalty up here? <laughs> you see Oscar kind of like like sitting kind of like in one corner near the, the door to leave this area for the top thing and you see him just turn and start to run and the drow's face is no longer smiling he's like what no 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 not to the fucking goblin uh, you see him start to start throwing things uh, like energy balls at Oscar uh, if you guys could make me strength checks while we're strained uh, Theron, you're free, so yep. you can do something uh, else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm... what he is doing now is magic. Okay, so then yeah, 100. percent Let's count the spell. Okay, 17, 17, 14, 14, 17. 17. Uh, you three can all, if you want, tug on your tentacles and pull him off balance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, the drow sways to one side, and a few bolts miss Oscar. Uh, he tries to cast one large spell, and he watches it fizzle and just glares at Theron. Uh, he launches one last one, which is aimed towards Oscar, and you see a three-handed mage hand appear and pull the spellbook up. There's an explosion of pages, but the bulk doesn't hit Oscar. Um, he kind of staggers oh very boy. slightly, jumps both hands on his shiv, and plunges into the crystal. There is an explosion of magical force. You see a small yellow body surrounded by pages and beads falling down from the top. But in front of you is a drow who is, was doing a Sephiroth and is now doing a Tetsuo. As the magic was changing him and now he cannot control it. And you just hear him screaming. <laughs> Everything about him is warping and morphing. He can't control. He looks like he's got one arm is just molding into liquid. One is turning into some kind of machine and then back into a gorilla arm. And everyone, uh, this is the first time I've got it for this. Please run me D20s. 15. 15? 11. 11? 6. 6. 12. Okay. Uh, this is the order of the finishing moves. So, Chondathan was 6. 11. 11, yeah. Uh, Alton. Theron. 
And then Brunelda gets the final one. Chonathan, you're up first. What are you going to do to this massive pulsating drought tentacles? I'm going to tell him his mum's a dickhead. Okay. And then I'm going to load my crossbow with my greatsword. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's awkwardly fitting, but you think you can still fire it. Uh, you, uh, do you want to describe what happens when you launch it? Uh, what happens? Uh, cuts one of his arms clean off. Cool. There's a twang, the greatsword flies through the air and like just completely removes one of the arms. Uh, Alton? Um, I'm going to go back to fire. I've got candles and oil, and mm-hmm. I'm going to set my sword on fire. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> and then fucking launch it at him. Absolutely. Uh, what do you want to do in a hit, damage-wise? Is he like... He's a massive... He's a full texture work. Um, Just aim for his face, I guess. Okay. You managed to sink it deep into what was his face. It still morphs around your sword, but the fire is definitely making more damage. Darren? Uh, can, I, can I just game break? Can I run three spells at the same time? Yes, absolutely. That's the point of this. I'm going to do the same spell three times. You just see black mist. Just from, from one one from where I was, one from where he was, one to the other side. Um, and as the mist in the middle where he was dissipates, you see the Talon Greatsword sticking out of his chest. And mm. around his neck is the draconic emblem that prevents Polymorph. To bind him in sh- <laughs> ah, yeah. that, uh That actually does stick him into one form, which means that Brunelda's hit. And I'm going to walk over really slowly while all of this is going on. And I want to put one hand on its face. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to inflict wounds as a second level spell. Excellent. And are you going to say anything before he obliterates? Foroska! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... You know, okay, you put your hand on his face, you just scream Foroska, and his entire body just erupts and explodes. <laughs> like, there's a flash of energy, and like the rush of divine power courses through him. And uh, there's silence. The crystal upstairs, by the way, is, is shattered, but there's light still pulsing around, like orange, violet, and like a, like a faint thrumming and humming sound. But you do see Oscar is still falling through the air. Can my guardians catch him? It, your guardians can catch him. As can you can all move into place to try and catch him if you want. Yeah, and that, that was where I, my final step was too, as well. <laughs> to try and catch him. No, no, no. We, we, I think we all go and just bump into each other at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smash yeah. into each other. My guardians catch Oscar. him higher though. Like. <laughs> you, do, you do manage to catch his body and bring him down. It is very hot, uh, and there is something sparkling around him, and he's quite still. Oh no. Uh, he's not. He's still breathing, but he's very still. Can I um, heal him? You can cast a cure wound spell if you wish. Yeah. Uh, Give him the drugs. You, you, you summon the magic LNG and you feel the healing light surge forth. But as it reaches Oscar's body, you see it kind of like wobble and twist and wisp away. Theron, please roll me an Arcana check. You had advantage on this because this is very important to Theron, I imagine. That wasn't a roll. <laughs> you roll it again. That <laughs> <No. laughs> dropped. Um, so the the first one was 15. 15. Um, you rack every inch of your brain for this. You think about how magic works, everything about all eight schools, everything you know about healing magic, dead magic, like what reality warping magic. And the more and more you go around it, you come to one really, really horrible conclusion. is that you don't know how to save Oscar. He's just lying in your arms very still. <laughs> Oscar. He raises his hand up to Farron's face and he just says very quietly Thank you for being my friend and his hand drops uh, The light in the ceiling just 
pulses and cracks again, and you see it start to like ripple across. Uh, you understand like intrinsically that Oscar's Oscar would need to go through that to close it. You could just lob his body in there, or you could see what happens if you all go with him. That is the last choice you've got to make in this campaign. Do you want to go through that rift and see what else on the other side, taking Oscar with you, or are you gonna just leave him to run through? I'm gonna go through. Yep. John, save Oscar or go with Oscar. Okay. Grenada. Fuck all else. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, fair enough. Darren, I'm gonna give you one last bit of brain wizardry, where's Waldo style. Mm. That is, you don't know how to save Oscar yet. What are you gonna do? Not really a question, is it? Yeah, I think. Um, I think we all know. Wordlessly, I think. Um, Theron's going to take the book that he's been filling out to sort of write to his people. It was the story that he wanted to send back because no yeah. one ever left his um, his town, the the village of the, of the trees. He'd written our adventure and everything that we'd done. He's going to take it out from his ch- chest holster and just place it on the ground. Mm. Walk over, grab the talon sword, pick up his friend in his arms, mm. and I think they all start walking towards the rift. Okay. The rift intensifies and pulses, and after a few moments, it just vanishes. Plain black. All that's left in this cavern is a single book lying on the ground to be discovered by someone at some point in the unknown future. And the prologue. Campaign Zero done! Yeah. Oh. I'm still sidetracked after that the Oscar thing and I fucking wrote it. What happened to Gundren? <laughs> oh, yeah. Epilogue, Gundren like you hear off camera from the book like Whoa, I found the forge! Guys <laughs> There we go. Campaign zero finished, campaign one starts. Once we get together and organise it and everything. Thank you, Jimmy. That was awesome. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Amazing. That is really the important core of this. And definitely not to realise before I arrived and wrote this plot point that you had made 55 posters of Oscar (laughs) and I was fully aware what was about to happen. I am very sorry to the principal. I mean, now it's in memoriam. We can write RIP on it instead. Uh, No, we can't because there's plot. I felt so bad seeing the posters. <laughs> I was just so aware. Like, oh no. Oh shit. That's uh, also the side note. This poster to merchandise. If anyone's a big fan, wants to get them. There you go. And if you do want a copy, hit us up on Instagram at AnimusADV. We'll send you off a free copy of just a little um, scribble I did of our Oscar. Now, although the story of how Alton, Chondathan, Theron, Brunelda, and Oscar met is coming to a close. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. And it might not be their only adventure. Check out Animus Adventure Campaign 1 very, very soon.